Hey guys, just want to give a quick preface to the episode you're about to listen to. This is an interview we did with Slipmaker. Uh, check him out on YouTube under Slipmaker. This ended up turning into a discussion on Dexter in general with some of his retrospective uh, audio spliced in. But this basically became our own retrospective, basically in podcast form. So I just wanted to explain that um, so you know what you're getting into when you decide to listen to this episode. And another thing, I failed in giving Slip enough space to promote his stuff, so... Once again, I'm doing it here. Uh, Slipmaker on YouTube. The link is in the show notes. He has a lot of cool, great work. Uh, check out this episode that we did, and I hope you enjoy it. This is Victor, and now that they're both done duding me, I'm joined by Colton and special guest Slip. Slip, how are you? Dude, we got three <laughs> people talking about Dexter. As you probably heard me mentioning for the past few weeks, uh, Slip made a Dexter retrospective, and we implored everyone to watch it. He covers uh, all eight seasons in, uh, how would you call it? Like, it, is it humorous fashion? Is it, it, is it informative? I think I, like, it's sort of like, it starts out, it's kind of like the show. It like starts out sort of like very competent and well thought out. And then as it goes along, it sort of just sort of like de- descends into insanity. Um, so I'd say it's like that because I mean, if, if you just want to get to the juicy stuff, just like hit that season six button right away. <laughs> because yeah, but no, it's well, um yeah, it's sort of just the whole. It walks you through the season and sort of my thoughts of it and sort of some of the history around some of the stuff. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my first question. Here is what made you start doing these? Because like. Like, we are just one of seven million trillion podcasts out there. And, like, we know the market's flooded. But I also feel like the, the, the next, like, the next up in terms of, like, content creating is also, like, reviews like you do. And it's, like, what made you, like, want to do that? I just have fun kind of talking about this stuff. And it's sort of, uh, like, my whole history with Dexter is kind of like a start of this, too. Um but I have fun. I have fun breaking down why stuff does and doesn't work, and it sort of started off with I kind of learned video editing techniques. I have an old series that's still up on my channel, where I, I rather ambitiously tried to, starting the first of December, release one video every single day until Christmas Day. That was a, a focus on a different uh, Christmas episode from different series, and just kind of do like a three minute bit that's sort of like. The structure of the wow. series, what I like about it. Obviously, I mean, I was in I was in school at the time, so I had more free time. But yeah, no, I obviously there's only ten episodes of that for a reason. I definitely could not keep up with writing, editing, <laughs> recording an entire five minute video. Oh, sorry, <coughs> I'm recovering from a cold, so if I cough every once in a while, I'm sorry. Oh, um, where's my mask? Hold on. Yeah, it's passing through. Oh, don't worry, I got the test, so uh, oh, I got okay, swabbed. Okay. And they found out I'm Vogel's son. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, but then I, I sort of, I, I was just having fun. I, I hang out with the community I met through the channel uh, Recommended Playing, who he does sort of these very elaborate walkthroughs of video games and stuff. And um, a lot of them are content creators, and they're really nice guys. So it was kind of a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm making some stuff myself. And I kind of got to bounce ideas off of them. And, um, and I kind of was bouncing back and forth and making TV stuff or video game stuff. And it was sort of a hobby of every once in a while. I'm like, oh, I, it was sort of like if something popped in my brain, I'd do it. There wasn't like a schedule or anything. Like, and then it sort of took off with I watched the second season of The Boys. And I was just kind of like, oh, there's like 
there's stuff I really like and stuff I really don't like. And I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta like blurt my mouth about this. So I made the boys video and then it sort of became a bigger thing with the boardwalk empire video. And I was, I was pleasantly surprised to hear listening to your podcast. You're like, Oh yeah. And we also have a boardwalk empire podcast. I'm like, well, no, no wonder they like my channel then. Cause that's pretty, <laughs> that's like a very, very cosmic lineup right there. Um, so, uh, with that, I, I kind of noticed a niche with that because you're talking about like the million podcasts, stuff like this, million review shows, and it was sort of a thing where it's like, Boardwalk Empire is a show that has a bunch of clips with millions and millions of views on them. But if you look for like a discussion, like the the biggest one, it had like seven thousand views, and it was like nine minutes long, no spoilers, just like Boardwalk Empire, like brief brief focus on it and stuff. So I was like, this is like I've never seen a show like this before, and I was like, I could this will be my opus, I because I could talk people's ears off about Borg Empire. Literally the first date I ever went on back in like in college, uh, it was like the first week. And just like right before I went on the date, I just discovered Boardwalk Empire. I watched the first three episodes and the entire date, all I talked about was the plot of Borg Empire. <laughs> all I talked about. I sat there at the PF Chang's for an hour and talked about Nookie Thompson and, yeah so so um i i basically just made that video and then i was kind of like uh what do i do next after this and it was kind of like nothing there was stuff like what do i talk about this and this and this and then the dexter reboot got announced and i was like okay the borg empire did a lot better than i expected we're gonna strike when the iron's hot i plan to talk about dexter anyways and then it was like oh my god just it, it was so much more than i ever expected to get myself into and look where you landed i'm i'm <laughs> this podcast i'm pleasantly surprised podcast. and thank you for for uh shilling my content as well because um <laughs> that, that video is on a rocket ship to mars right now i was i was joking with my friends I, I i on my work computer which has never opened youtube before i was like let's type in block empire and see where i show up and it was the second video and that like blew my mind holy shit and the, so i was like that's that's like crazy that kind of so then i was like okay what about it was before the dexter video came out i was like what happens if i type in dexter and it's like they have like five episodes of the show for free. And I'm like, I want to be above those. Like, that's that's how aggressive I want to. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I don't expect to ever be above Showtime's <laughs> thing, but I just thought that'd be funny. I was just like, I want I want me. Although apparently Dexter New Blood is running ads my video. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Showtime, that you're paying. Between uh, me <laughs> shitting all over the last season of your show. Thanks. To, to, uh, pay, pay, thank, oh, I guess I'll say thank you. This this Bud Light is sponsored by Showtime. <laughs> That's uh, how long. How long does it take you to do these? Like, I would say actually, you know what? I, uh, Dexter has a lot more episodes than Boardwalk, but uh, by the time you get to Dexter you kind of have like a routine right like you kind of yeah you know what you're doing when you get into it how long does that take you it took i mean it takes if you just look at my release schedule it's like it, i mean they're schedule i say laughingly um it's kind of like a, a month-long process sort of because i i mean it it just takes as long as it takes to get through the series and stuff and there was sort of a thing uh with dexter um where normally when i'm doing a tv show i can burn through all the episodes like just like i'm listening to them on my car i'm listening to them at the gym i'm listening when i'm cooking like just all the time i'm burning through these episodes and i I hit the first wall with dexter Mm -hmm. when i got to season seven because i I started rewatching it 
and I was kind of chuckling to myself and my friends. I'm like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to do a video on Dexter. Pray for me when I get to season six. And it was like, I was I, I, the joke kind of, I tried to think that was just a joke. It's like, yeah, I'll just burn through it and whatever. And um, once I got to season six, it was like as bad as I remembered it, but I was having a lot of fun. It was kind of like still joking around like, oh, ho, ho, look what I'm putting myself through. And then I finished it and I was just like, fuck, there's another 24 hours of the show. And I do not remember liking it at all. And it, like, it just like, grinded to a halt at that point and it was like i could get maybe Damn. one out a day or two out a day on the weekends and stuff i'd like and i'd have like a bad day at work and then i'd go to lunch and i'd be like i should be watching dexter right now but i can't like i just i can't sit there and watch hannah mckay poison dexter and then drive him out to the middle of nowhere <laughs> for no reason at all not explaining, like, how she carried, like, not explaining how she carried him but let's not she didn't yeah well, she well she has her magic. Actually, learned this season she has or this episode she has her magical uh, like staff of Oompa Loompas that do whatever she <laughs> says. So I'm sure she just rode along with like a million of um uh, of kilometer Kastner's uh, goons, <laughs> hired goons, hired goons, and then uh, just dragged him out of the car. No explanation needed. Just like oh that. God. Oh my God. I can't even start talking about this episode. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? Well, just asking you two questions, you answered like eight other ones I had. So, but it's almost like it's a good thing. Yeah, you can tip them off because yeah. I, I, I'm kind of like already been in my head of I'm like, if they ask me this, I like, I, I could segue into this. No, you like, like I, I had like, how long does it take? And then how do you, like, no, you're, you're, you're knocking all these out. So then let's get into Dexter specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Besides, you had the little goof about the arrest. Like I, I think you you said there was a there was an arrest from between season three to season eight or whatever it was. But then you you commented on your own video like, "Hey, I know I messed up or whatever." Uh, yeah. B- between this video and like other ones, is there anything like you regret? Like almost you're kind of like, "Oh fuck, I want to like go back and just like edit this out," but like it's like a whole process and whatever, so you just that- don't. So this video, I actually I got better at that. Um, there because some of my older videos. Um, I would, I would shoot my mouth. I wouldn't rewatch the whole thing. I'd shoot my mouth off and be like, I remember this well enough. Uh, I'm going to do this. And then like, I'd post it and someone would comment something. And that's like the worst comment to get. Cause I, I, I get people who will be like annoyed at my takes, but I'm not upset really. I'm just like that. We disagree on that. And I, and I know I talk kind of in a, in a way where I, so, I have the voice like it too, where some people can be like, this guy thinks he just is the, the deciding voice on everything. And he, and it's like, this is my opinion at the end of the day. Um, but there are sometimes, and it, it gets me where they'll like they'll point out a, a thing I didn't catch. I'm like, "Fuck, right? I, you're right. You're completely right. right, and it's so annoying to me." But I'm not going to um, admit it. <laughs> no, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. There's been plenty of times in my videos where I, I got something totally wrong, and I I didn't watch the show. And but with Dexter, I, that was just a, a flub on my part. Then I had a comment today where I, I broke down. I was like, "Okay, here are all the arrests." Because I I joke about they've never arrested anyone since the first season. They arrested right. a few other people. It still stand. It was still. I was worried. I was like, "Oh, man, I remember it. It was going to be this other thing. Should I just add a thing?" And then I was like, "It was still three years. I'm fine with just doing a fact check text." <laughs> but I had I had so many uh, exporting issues with this video, and it's an hour and twenty minute long video. So every export attempt took like an hour. Uh, this is all being yeah. done off oh. a laptop too. So it took a long time, and it took days because it would just throw up random flags. I'm sorry, you all missed out on. Uh, when I talk about him tending to Lumen and bringing her back to health in season five, um, 
it was like her on the table and i was already kind of hesitant i was like should i cut this because it's kind of like nip city going through that shirt there and um <laughs> and then uh my my thing kicked up an error message it's like there's something wrong with this clip and i'm like well if I'm, if I'm gonna lose a clip that's the one you know people can still see john lithgow's censored ass that, that was the important one um but then i cut it and then i started uploading and it starts giving me just random errors all over the place so like it was a giant pain in the ass to get it exported it took days and days and days and when i finally finish it i upload it to youtube and i'm like i'm making sure it doesn't get flagged for copyright it doesn't get anything and before i post this it's sitting up there all day private and then I watched through it myself and I was like, God damn it. My Frank Lundy went to his home planet joke from the Simpsons. I accidentally made a second text box and it just says new text box right over the center of it. And I was just like, I can't go through this again. I'm blurring it out. (laughs) So I I blurred it out because I was like, I could cut it short, but I don't want YouTube to take forever to edit it. I want to blur it out so I can finally post this video. It's already been sitting on my computer for days, not exporting. And as soon as I blur it out, YouTube's like, all right, we'll be back with you tomorrow. It's going to take us a whole day. Oh like my god! That scene out, and I was just like in agony. <laughs> oh my god, it was so painful. I was like, I'm just gonna post it, and people can laugh at me. But I sat on <laughs> it for that time. Yeah. So that's the only thing in the Dexter video. Um, and there's a few things I cut that just as kind of like, do we, much like the show, do we need to go on this tangent about right. <laughs> <his> daughter? <laughs> um. Yeah. Of. Of the of like the premiere, I mean, I'm assuming you know you have your X amount of shows that you did on your channel. Of like the premiere shows that exist that you've watched, and I mean, like on like I consider premiere television like the ones on the pay channels, like anything that's mm-hmm. like on NBC, CBS, whatever. I just I consider them a whole lower tier. There probably are good shows. I just think they've was like a second tier. Is Dexter the laziest one of like the premiere networks? Do you think? Of the shows you've watched. I mean, in the direction it goes. I mean, I've seen... It's really bad. Some of the later seasons are really bad. And it was kind of my first... So my, my start with Dexter was... Because um, when I grew up, and even when I was getting sort of older, uh, I was more of like a... my, my I'd watch with my, my, my dad a lot of shows, but we watched sci-fi shows. We watched mm-hmm. like some Star Trek stuff or Eureka or... Oh, yeah chuck or similar sort of goofy sort of stuff like that and then um i remember he was watching the pilot of dexter with my brother one day and it was back when you had to mail discs through netflix and my brother kind of didn't really get into it and my i was like wow i had never seen a prestige tv show like that and it was just like oh my god this is like not like nothing i've ever seen before so it became a thing it was like a, a thing that me and my dad would do to spend time we'd get a new dexter disc and just like sit down and burn through the whole thing i think this was at the point where season three was running and season one and two were available. So it was just like, uh, yeah, but so it also was kind of a rude awakening to me. It's like, Oh, shows can totally shit the bed. (laughs) Like, so it was kind of like, there's a lot of shows that I'm sure are awful. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched American horror story, but I have a lot of friends who stick it out. And then every season they're like, why did I bother doing that? Like they just hate it. Um, uh, but yeah, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I actually started the first like three or four season of American Horror Story. And yeah, no, it was like, I think it was after, I don't even remember the names of them, but it was like season four or five of it. I was like, fuck this show. I can't watch it anymore. Like, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Dexter was the one, the, Dexter was, I think, really the only one that I, I stuck out to the bitter end, other than Game of Thrones, which... um. <laughs> 
See, that's would my... rival it. I would I would say that's that's definitely in contention for being as lazy as Dexter. I think Game of um, Thrones is lazier. That's just my personal opinion. I think Game of Thrones started at a much higher rate than Dexter did, and then Game of Thrones bottomed out just, because of that. Oh, the, and they went. They really gave Dexter a run for its money in those later. I mean, I yeah. I was in pain in that last season, and it was only like six episodes long or that's something. Like, well, each episode was like three hours, but... That's oh, true. Oh, my God. Three hours. Just, I, I, I would say the only reason why I think... I, I, we started out this season, when we did this season eight podcast, uh, we started out, I was saying like Game of Thrones had bad writing. Dexter season eight has lazy writing. But the reason why I would give like the tip to Game of Thrones because, and I feel like I'm like the only person who brings this up when you talk about it. You still have those were movies. They were poorly written movies, but they were. You're talking about like the action and like the the mm-hmm. like all the, just like the production value, is worth it than like the shitty CGI we get like in Dexter. So like as like a whole, like a, like the macro, it's like I just give the tip to Game of Thrones, but. Yeah, like they really both really try to like <laughs> outdo each other. Yeah, I remember. I think the laziest spoilers for Game of Thrones. Um, but I feel like I, I know what you're gonna say. The laziest, Go ahead. probably. Well, you're probably thinking I'm gonna say Arya killing the Night King, which is pretty no. fucking lazy. But my thought is Arya and the Hound in like the finale or the second to last episode, they're like the entire city is being like atomized by dragons. <laughs> And he, like, on a personal vendetta, just, like, walks into the capital and fights his brother on, like, a giant crumbling tower. And I'm like, how in God's name did he even get there? He was on the other side of the map, like, the last episode. It was yeah. just so, it was so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's stuff like that. And then I think Game of Thrones had the, the, the lazy thing, too, of they sort of knew you wanted, oh, you want to see this character die. You want to see this character win a cool fight and stuff. And they didn't really give a shit about the context leading up to it right which is lazy in its own way whereas dexter i think they were just kind of like what do you do with zach i don't know <laughs> i don't fucking know kill him let's kill him then. like there there is so much stuff and like i'm like is it, like game of thrones is, is lazily yeah game of thrones is lazily trying to give the audience something they want which is at least admirable the dexter writers are kind of like it feels like someone made them write it as like homework and they were just like, then some stuff happens. I, I does it does feel like someone like did this as a homework project, and it was like <laughs> late. And you're like, I, did not, I get to knock this shit out. Like if someone like was like write a suspect script for like Dexter and Hannibal, and then they're like, what do you do for the next one? I don't fucking know. I'll pass with the other ones. I, I'll get an A on the other ones, and it'll be like a D minus, and you're good. Average score of uh, B. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, so let out. let me. For for I guess let's we'll, we'll mix in your thoughts on on the new Dexter season. Um, I want to go through the retrospective first because I clipped while watching it, and again, it, it was really well done. Uh, I, I think like I told Colton, and like I think Colton was telling me, and overall, this is what episode ninety two of Dexter. So I've done a podcast ninety two episodes. Like Colton was saying last episode, each episode probably takes about three hours of your time between one watching, two recording, and like editing. And you managed to do in an hour and 80 minutes what's been taking us, what's 96, 92 times three? 
280-something. Don't ask you the math. I know you hit, you hit four days exactly when the, the, the show ends, <laughs> which is my, my – currently, I have a, like a short list of things to review, and this is the second longest thing on it. Oh yeah, I mean this is ninety six hours straight up. Like that's that's a fucking right. It's a, like it's that's a behemoth. I didn't realize days. that too because I'm like, oh, it's a network yeah. show. There are twelve, and then I'm like looking. I'm like fucking fringe is the only thing on my list that's longer, and it's only longer by like a couple hours. Like oh my oh, god. god. But so um, I'm not reviewing The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh. Uh, that's another one. I that's that, another that's one I the stopped. One million subscriber special. If we get to one million oh, yeah. subscribers, yeah, there you I, go. I, I was yeah, saying Game of Thrones. It's we'll still do it, on. We'll do it twenty thousand. How is that it's show still on. still on? How is it still on? How? And I'm, I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't even seen that in, it, but ten years. The show's been on thirty years at this point. Like it's got yeah, to been on. <laughs> I I tapped out. I remember I was like really really sick with like the flu or something, and I was already kind of feeling down on it. And then they did like the plague arc in the prison. And I was like, this is just fucking miserable. Like, why am I? I'm already sick in real life. Why am I watching this? <laughs> yeah. And I'm disappointed. I, from what I can tell from the trailers that I'm getting hit with, it just ends with evil military showing up. So it's like every other zombie thing anyways. <laughs> like, that's what every yeah. other zombie thing ends with. So I'm like, okay. I mean, they have cool stormtrooper outfits. And, you know. <laughs> um, so I'm I just, sorry. I have... <laughs> My internet, my internet, for whatever reason, is only cutting out on slip randomly here and there. So if I am not reacting to something or I can't, whatever, it's only because it's only slip for whatever reason. But Colton, you hear him fine. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I don't know. Is the is the chat on the stream saying I'm cutting out or? No, I don't think so. Because if Colton, it's probably just my end for whatever reason. I I'm only saying that because if I don't react or whatever, it's not because it wasn't anything. I just can't hear you. Oh no! Well, I think you you were you were uh, praising my writing style, and I derailed it to complain about a show I haven't watched <laughs> in half a decade. So that's on me. So I got I got I clipped a bunch of stuff from season one through eight, and then just sort of like a uh, how do I describe this? I'm just gonna say it. You say your response, and then I'll just fucking keep going. Yeah. Um, on season one, you mentioned <laughs> all of Deb's boyfriends handsome but one obvious conflict of interest i think that's just a note i read i don't even think you have to comment on it um <laughs> it's all of them though is it not all of them it no it's a great point when, when you like look at it as a whole it's 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 um good i want to play this clip from season two you know insurance companies anything to keep from paying out yeah Especially when a fire has multiple points of origin. Is it possible she started that fire on purpose? Yes, obviously. <laughs> the, yeah. There's so many times I wanted to clip on terms of like what the voiceover is. And you have the best one. And it's coming in season seven. Um, how mad did the I, voiceover I, I make exactly you? I what it was. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it became, it became a joke. So it's sort of, it's sort of like... Um, there's the stuff that makes you sort of legitimately mad about a show. Like, um, probably some of like the angriest I got with the show were in like seasons three and five. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's almost really good. And then there's a few things about it where I'm like, Oh, they just missed this opportunity there. They could have done this. They could have done that. Oh, excuse me. And to me, that's more frustrating than like, once it gets to like ghost Harry explaining fucking everything that happens, you kind of just like laugh at it and it becomes sort of a joke of like, what's going to be the dumbest one this episode. 
and they get <laughs> i mean you guys you are you aren't at the end yet but like oh my god the last the last two appearances of ghost harry are like so on the nose it's unbelievable i mean there's one in this episode that we watched tonight where he says i taught you the code and now he's learning it from you and i'm like passing the torch thank you yes. thank you harry oh yeah and he's just passing the torch it's like thank you harry <laughs> yeah i i i i've said it so many times i think i've now said it once per episode it happened in episode four now we're in episode eight i i feel like i have to bring it up every time now it's in episode four towards the end he sees deb and the voiceover just goes deb (laughs) it's just like a total encapsulate of like the the how south the voiceover went um i'm trying to remember what season has the 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 thing where he you see him on the computer which is another another annoying thing i didn't comment on the video is how many times it shows you his computer and like explicitly says like a progress bar of like what he's doing on his computer but there's a point where he he pulls up like the traffic database and he's like I have to put his license plate in the traffic database. I'm like, I, I can see what's on your computer, Dexter. Were, were they worried like they weren't going to have the budget to like add the screen? And like, we're just going to see Michael had, C. Hall's face. You had done that in your thing with his like LaGuardia, like circling like Chevy black. And it's like, oh, it yeah, matches. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I get Yeah. <laughs> she could have just looked at it and had a, a suspicious face and said, she's like, black Lincoln Navigator. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah. the best one, and, and I, this is like, uh, I'm not going to bring in the six feet on the thing, but well, I watched it at a different age where I was kind of like, oh man, what's going to happen next week? Not really. I was like too young to realize like, oh, like Dexter is never going to get caught. In terms of like what, it, it's not, I guess it is the voiceover, but I'm I'm shocked you didn't have it in your video slip. In season six, when Dexter does the video of where of, he is, so he like dates Travis. Yeah, and he just goes, and he has like a, and in the video he's like, "I'm gonna bait Travis out to get me," and he's like, "Come see me," and he's just like awkwardly holding the camera so you can see. Conspicuously has the slice of life, the slice of life. But then the voiceover will be like, after the he finishes the video, he's like, "Now Travis knows where my boat is, and now he'll come to get me." Like it, it was like three different ways they hit you with an obvious thing. Yeah, they're hitting. I mean, I I I want to applaud them for their restraint. I think he should have said. The slice of life is in the video. The slice of life is the name of my boat. Travis has seen the slice of light, which is my boat, in the back of the video. And then Ghost Harry's at the end of the dock, and he's like, now that Travis knows the slice of life, he's going to come and get you. And Dexter's like, don't worry. I'm ready for him. And then like... At the slice of life. Yeah, (laughs) at the slice of life. At my marina, which... Oh, I should send him... Also, I mean, just on that one, that was another, like, nitpick that I just didn't bother bringing up. But, like, that's the most damning piece of evidence ever you sent a video message to a person you knew was the serial killer with your face right. and, and boat in it. it I, it's it, a good thing you caught him, Dexter. It's a good thing they didn't fucking <laughs> look for his phone. That phone. <laughs> That's like they didn't every even look season. at his painting, though, so. <laughs> Give shit. I, I have something on that, too, when we get there. So something... That's one thing I always think with the show is I'm like, wow, Dexter, that's really stupid. What if the police find him first? And I'm like, no, they're it's not. never going to happen. Well, <laughs> to, to your morons. point, to your point, and I've said this, I'm, I feel like I've been screaming this since we started. I started this podcast with my wife and now Colton. It's always like there is no, they never hold Dexter accountable. Dexter 
He never suffers the consequences. And I feel like, I, I, again, I've said it, I'm repeating, but I'm just like sort of introducing Slip's point. Like this season, he starts out, he's like literally banging soccer moms. He says, my life is great. And it's like the shittiest everyone around him is. I didn't even realize that this kind of, some of it started early in season two. Because in my head, it's like, wow, the first four seasons are great. And then it gets really shitty. And something I, I, I guess I didn't even realize until you brought it up, and I'm going to play the clip here, is like how Dexter didn't even have to do anything in the, what most people would say, the best season, season two. Hmm where he doesn't even have to again let me let let let's let slip say it himself <laughs> but the most disappointing thing is that dexter didn't have to make a choice about killing dokes it's like one of those telltale choose your own adventure games you are presented with choices and given the option to make one but a lot of them play out the same way regardless of your input which can be fun for a video game because the point is you're thinking about the moral implications and possible repercussions you eventually have to push that button should we rob this car for food and supplies well we're actually going to rob the car regardless of what you the player say but i bet you molded over really hard right this doesn't apply to scripted television it's not exciting that dexter thought about breaking his code if you cheat us out of him actually having to make the choice yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just playing his own thoughts like right right <laughs> it's just like they're pouring right out of my head um <laughs> no i mean yeah and it was um it was a thing that i saw the show get criticized a lot about and i think people maybe took it too far um I guess there's sort of like after the dust settled or before the dust had settled, like the night they dropped, uh, remember the monsters. And then we all watched it the next morning because we were watching granite state instead. Breaking, Breaking bad. bad. <laughs> um, I'll be honest that I was kind of keeping up with the last season, but that finale sat on my DVR for months before I watched it. Me and my dad, I mean, we we're still keeping up with it after all those years. And we just had no desire. And we were hearing how bad it was. My dad had just caught up on Lost, which he watched after it was over. And we were like, it has a shit finale. You know that, right? Everyone says that. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then, like, I could tell the morning he saw the finale because he was just, like, <laughs> so dour. And it's like, I'm sorry, dad. We tried to warn you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah what the hell was my point oh basically i think like after everything was settled there were like a there was like a, a, a collection of takes on dexter that like everyone fell into different camps and i think people sort of still fall in these own in these camps uh, and i'll start with the extreme end of the like which is people no one likes the finale no one mm -hmm. but there, there were a few people who write one at air they're like well I, I cried when he dropped deb in a blanket in the ocean and it's like no he didn't or or you really just got caught up in the moment or something but i'm like no one liked the finale after a while after after uh denial finished but there are people who go dexter was an amazing show until the finale excuse me but then like everyone, everyone who's mad at season eight and season seven and season six are too critical then i know people and i think this is kind of more from what i've listened to of you guys this is sort of where you guys fall where it's like one through four are great. Five and seven mixed bags. Six and eight are terrible. Um, then like the third camp is one through four are great and not everything after it, screw it. And I'm kind of there. I'm kind of there. I like season five quite a bit though. It's kind of like neck and neck with three for me. Um, and then there was a camp that was sort of people who were like, 
Dexter was never good. I see this less and less, but there are people who are like, it was never a good show, mm-hmm. and it, it hoodwinked everyone. And because it was it was really graphic at the beginning, and now there's other graphic shows going on, and everyone can see it for what it really is. And I kind of like, after it was over, I kind of fell into that for a bit, because I was just like, remembering the really bad parts, I was just like, oh... And then he doesn't kill Trinity. He lets he saves him when he tries to jump off the building. That was the whole season. Everyone just remembers it positively because of the twist ending and stuff. And that was kind of like the mindset I went into the rewatch with a little bit. So I, I remembered, I was like, season two is my favorite. And then one, four, and then the rest of them in chronological order. And now after, on the rewatch, I was like very pleasantly surprised by not just season four, but a lot of it. Because it was like, when I would go back and rewatch the show, I'd watch the first season, the second season, and the first season, I'd just skip around to the Ice Truck Killer stuff. I was like, I don't want to see Cases of the Week. I've seen where the show goes. <laughs> They've always been dumb. I don't want to see them. And then season two, I'd just watch it, and then I'd watch the Dokes finale, and I'd be like, that's some bullshit. Goodbye, Dexter, again. And I would like have fun with season two and a bit of season one. When I went back for the rewatch, and I was like, I'm going to kind of dive in, and I went in with sort of the same mindset I had with Borok Empire, where there were some seasons of Borok Empire I didn't care for, and then I kind of went in with a more open mind and knowing where it was headed. And I was very pleasantly surprised with them, even if I had my criticisms of it. And Dexter, some of that happened because I was really like pleasantly surprised with the first four seasons. I was expecting to just find like problems and problems and problems. And I had a lot of fun with all of them, even the Miguel season, which the first time I threw, I didn't enjoy as much. I was like, now I know exactly where it's going. And I liked it more like that. Um, but that also, I think, added to me being so frustrated with Seven. Because I I went uh, when I first rewatched seven or when I first watched seven, I hated season six. And then at that point, I was getting turned on to other shows. I was watching Breaking Bad. I was just starting Boardwalk Empire, I think, and I was just like, this better be an absolute barn burner to get me back involved in it. And then it's like by season four, uh, and I was kind of expecting that because it's like the trailers try to fake you out. They've got him like killing Masuka in the trailers and stuff, like all kinds right, of crazy right. just like. Mm-hmm dream sequence it's a dream yep i mean it's like i saw it right there um but then i was kind of i was kind of like okay the deb thing they got a lot to work with let's see if they're kind of taking notes from the rest of the class of everyone else is making these great shows now and then it's like by season four i'm like he's there's he's he's yelling fuck at a minotaur man he's putting in a cremation machine and as hilarious as that is um i was just like this isn't going anywhere um so i was really disappointed with seven the first time through but then i came back and i was like people love Isaac. Maybe I just wrote him off because I was sick of the doomsday killer last season. And maybe I just didn't get the Deb stuff as much. And I kind of rewatched it and I was like, nah, just, I I don't get it. I don't get the love for seven. (laughs) I'm curious because I know you guys, you guys, I'm sure you guys liked it more than me because I think I'm maybe like the biggest season seven hater out there. So, you know what? There was always, Again, it, it's more so when I was watching it live, I wasn't able to like, it's like, oh yeah, this is good. And then afterwards, like as I got a little bit more mature, like in my television viewing habits, it was kind of like, wow, this and this doesn't fit. But so- something you brought up that in terms of like how you were watching the seasons and that you mentioned in the video too is like every, most people know if, if you ever dive deep into like Breaking Bad and you know, you start following the stuff, like you know that season two was somewhat meant to be, that's it. That's the series. The plane crashes, and that was sort of meant to be like the end. It could have been the end. Mm-hmm. And something I never even considered that like season four, like you said, in, in where Trinity kills Rita, totally could have been the series ender. And it's like a perfect loop 
as much as it, it you know, it, it's not meant to be a series ender, but it could have ended there where Dexter born in blood, Harrison born in blood, end of story. Like there, there's your ending. That's something I had never considered until you said it on, on your thing. Um, you did the whole rewrite, and there was just you went like too fast for me to like try and it, pick yeah. Up. It was a bit motor mouth. I feel that part, and it's we and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna let him have it because I, I my head was spinning. I don't even know how you spoke that fast. I mean, um, I'll, I'll just I'll just just some behind the scenes stuff. I mean, it's a long video, but uh, it's the the length of the audio was like more than twice as long because of all the bad takes and stuff. And I got to the end, and I was like, I'm done. And I like I'd been thinking about my little rewrite stuff all like all day, and I was like debating keep it in or or don't keep it in. And I was like, we're not going to do it. So my voice was like destroyed, and I'm like, no, we're doing it. Like I'm throwing this in there. Like <laughs> hire me for New Blood season two, which you you fucking know they're going to do. Yeah, I'm yeah, dreading yeah. it. I don't want to get we'll Picarded. We'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, uh, so. Something else you brought up in season five that uh, are you are you an Avenger Marvel Universe fan? Uh, I, I mean, I, I like them really. enough. I, I I never go out of my way to see them though. But uh, in Endgame, I think one of what I enjoyed Endgame is the second part of um, yeah. I've the, seen all the, the all the big ones. Uh, I've seen sort of after okay. Endgame. I haven't I haven't kept up, but yeah, like, no. all, all the in, main in Endgame the main everyone gets together big and, ones. and punches purple homer simpson i was like i was right on board with all those <laughs> purple homer simpson <laughs> what uh, i'm getting to a point here what i, I liked about my Endgame, own beer for my own joke <laughs> sorry <laughs> go ahead go ahead in end game they spend like the first like you know uh infinity war ends and half half of humanity has just disappeared they at least spent like the first half hour of end game like reveling in that like mm. well, yeah what would life be if fucking half the world just disappeared and you get to you know people's loved ones went you know disappeared you brought up that like season five should have delved into more dexter dealing with rita's death as opposed yeah. to like two episodes later it's like yep we're, we're back and now it's just there's not you know we're sans we rita um yeah it, it basically right um I, I I always said like season five just has this weird like it almost feels a separate episode from the rest of five. Yeah. Um, and that that's why that's why I'm always like, damn, he's saying what I was thinking just way more efficiently. I spent an entire episode talking to myself in a room about that, and you did it in like fifteen seconds. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. No, well, there and there's a thing there's a I I think you guys talked about uh, I was listening to it at work today. You guys talk about sort of like your favorite and least favorite series finales on like an older, older episode. Um, and not like of this specific show, like each each season, not of other shows and stuff. And I think you guys did not like five, which I didn't. I wasn't crazy about five either with Dexter crashing his car and comically getting shoved down the stairs by Jordan Chase and that whole debacle. But I did. and I didn't realize this until I was piecing my video together i'd already done the script and everything but i think there's kind of like a uh, an evocative scene where they they play a retooled version of the the song that plays every episode now in season eight i think it starts this episode yes yeah they have like kind of like a a a weird like throaty like woman singing in a high-pitched version of it it's Mm -hmm, kind of like mm -hmm. creepy sounding like it evokes sort of the ice truck killer um 
and it's it's him at Harrison's birthday party, the very very end of season five, and he's yeah. looking at all the people from Miami Metro, and they're all kind of like they've they've had their trials and tribulations that that we didn't fucking <laughs> care about that we didn't care about at all, which kind of undercuts it a little bit. But if we cared about it, and that like then it's sort of like you see they're all, they're all having these connections and stuff, and he has the internal monologue where he's like, that look at them connecting with each other they make it look like it's not the hardest thing in the world. And then he sits on the bench and he takes off the wedding band from when he married Rita. And I'm like, that's, that's like a really, with the, the music swelling and we're seeing all these different characters from the, the show that's been built up. And then it's like, this should be a very evocative moment. And I'm like, wait, who's Rita? Oh, right. Oh, you didn't give two fucks about her. Like after like <laughs> the second episode of the season. And it's like, if, if you kind of had baked into that, that it's like, Dexter's really having problems connecting with people. I mean, it honestly just, it seemed like if, if Rita had dumped him instead of dying, like it, it was just like going back to your ex. Like, it's like a oh, Lumen dumped me. I should call Rita. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like in the context of that, it kind of doesn't work, but it's like, if you, if you maybe put that earlier in the season or something and right. had it really like him sinking in that it's like, I had this important connection that got lost, especially when they're evoking the music of the ice truck killer, which is like the other only really important connection that he lost earlier. I think that would have been a much more important moment, but you know, instead it's like, eh, there you go. And, and in season five and like when, when, when watching it is where, so the Dexter as a whole doesn't really have, I always say it's like a heightened reality. Like it's not real life. They try to sell it like real life, but like yeah. there's no world where Miami, which is as small of a city as it is, just has all these serial killers running rampant. So, I don't have a you problem have take... swallowing that because my, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Hannibal. And that is some ludicrous shit going on in that show. <laughs> I never even thought of that with, with, with Hannibal. Um, <laughs> but in season five, when, when you had said this regarding the Quinn story, let me play it first because this is where, you know, I, I, people tend to think like the drop comes from season six. But how season five ends, like, I mean, the most obvious way is. Deborah finds him. Never mind. We're good. Doesn't even walk in the that, room. I mean, who that's needs where to know? Th- that's where the threat of like, oh, we're not, we're dragging this out to the very end. And he he has armor, right? What do they call that? Plot armor? Yeah. Um, yeah. The explanation of the Quinn story is something that it's worth playing. So let me get you this straight. Right Quinn suspects Dexter killed his wife. A PI shows him photos of Dexter dumping garbage bags in the ocean under cover of darkness. Then that PI winds up dead moments after calling Quinn about a break in the case. The main suspect fudges the blood report to get you off and your reaction is, thank you? No questions asked? Even if the implication of this scene is supposed to be, I know you killed Stan Liddy, but thanks for clearing my name, I don't think I'd be saying thank you. I'd be saying, I know you spared me. I promise I'll never say a word. Please don't fucking kill me and my whole family. <laughs> and since he's not here, and something I've already repeated like four times is where he brings up the the idea of you're never holding Dexter accountable for anything he does. I guess I don't get why they even bothered having her find Chase's hideout if nothing was going to come of it. They didn't need her to swoop in and save the day because no bondage performed by mere mortals can hold Dexter, and they didn't have any intention of her making a meaningful discovery. It was just a fake out, just like Liddy, just like Quinn, and this is the moment the reality starts to sink in. Even if someone catches Dexter, even if damning evidence comes to light, the writers are never going to have the balls to put Dexter on the 
the run. There will always be a reason for the characters to give him a pass or go from suspicious to trusting in a heartbeat. Also, the writers can avoid making this once daring and experimental television show go to any sort of place that is daring or experimental. The question now is, how do you get the tension back when the audience is always, always going to call the writers bluff going forward? And I feel like the only moment they got close to the tension is at the end of season seven with the LaGuardia thing. Yeah. If, if, if do you think they never got any tension? I, from I, the remaining, I knew no. they were, I knew LaGuardia was not going to bring him down. Uh, I, I, and I, I'd become pretty cynical about the show at that point. Cause I thought when like Deb found out, I was like, the rule book's been torn in half now. Like we're going to start doing some crazy stuff. And it's kind of like they, they, they went right back to the status quo. And I'm like, even Deb finding out didn't like shake things up that much. I don't like where it is not going to blow the lid on this conspiracy. There's no way. So I will, I, yeah, I, I didn't think they, I, I, I never got the sense that there was, um, I mean, I can understand people getting that sense that like, Oh, look where it is going to be, involved in like they're and not not specifically like where but also like oh there can be someone's gonna find something about dexter and this whole thing's gonna start unraveling and um i, I didn't buy it and then i know it, it after that going into season eight like there were even interviews with the writing staff where they're like no we're not gonna we're not gonna have him get found out we already did that three times <laughs> he didn't get found out right. like people they were like people will be bored if he got found out because we like we've already done that plot line we've already done the plot line right. he didn't get found out so it'd be boring uh, which i mean like the the absolute cojones to say that when the final season of breaking bad is airing tandem to your show i'm just like it was it, like that's that's like some yeah, that's... extreme balls to say that <laughs> so i think the finale aired on what is widely considered the I don't consider it, but most people think, uh, uh, how do you say it? Azamendias? It, it was the, the week Ozymandias. after. Night. So it was, it was Granite State. It was a week after? Granite yeah. State, which is the, 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 Second the Breaking Bad oh, episode. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's the Breaking Bad episode right. that no one ever rewatches because it's so depressing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, but everyone loved it when it aired that night. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can when I'm doing rewatches of it, it's just the most painful thing. That episode is so miserable, <laughs> so brutal. Um, but yeah, I mean, so is Remember the Monsters in its own way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, I mean, it was a big thing, and that's that's sort of a famous thing. Is I don't know if you guys know about this on Reddit, where like the the Reddit uh, subreddit. I, I didn't know about this until years and years later. But the the Reddit for Dexter had like a, a like crisis of faith where like a, as soon as like season eight started like they all hated it like really really hated it from like square one and it got like so bad that like the the top post ever for years before they announced the reboot so this year the top post for eight years was the night of the dexter finale someone just ironically posted breaking bad granite state discussion <laughs> That's really that's I'm on the subreddit right now. I'm going I'm I'm there because that's yeah, now it's <laughs> just search by the top. No no it's not it's not Granite State. It's uh what did you it's the um Ozymandias. Oh it's Ozymandias. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ozymandias. But yeah. still I mean I that uh, that's gotta that sting if you're a Scott Buck, but you know do you wanna laugh and I don't even care saying this because I ended up 
blocking this person on every avenue I have. Anytime I bring up the comparison to Breaking Bad on this podcast, I get a comment every time. This episode was great until you brought up stupid Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh yeah, oh it was a, it was a it was a it was thing. A, it was, it was a, I, if I wanted a Breaking Bad episode, I would, or if I wanted a Breaking yeah. Bad podcast, I would listen to Breaking Bad. It's like, well, we're going to talk about Breaking Bad, so. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, well, I got that on mine. Uh, I have I have some like regular things that show up. Like commu- I, I did an episode on all the blackface episodes of Always Sunny, and like an <laughs> early early video. And I, I make a lot of I make a lot of references to Community because like my favorite episode ever of Community got pulled because of that whole thing. Um, and like I kind of like reference it a lot in the video. There was a ton of people who were just like, "Shut the fuck up about Community. I don't care." Community sucks. <laughs> Always Sunny's awesome. And community fucking sucks. Stop talking oh, about God. it. So, yeah, no, I know how that feels. Uh, but yeah, I, there was there was sort of a, a small. I don't think it was a big group of people. I think most people who really liked Dexter just decided to watch Breaking Bad eventually, <laughs> realized how good it was. But there was a small group of people that were just like, "Well, well, if you're going to compare it to Breaking Bad, then you know." stop sucking breaking bad's dick like that like you just uh, every, all the critics love it and it's like the real people love dexter and it's like the real people don't love dexter either we're all annoyed I think, well i think there was a lot of people that were probably well and i say that because i was one of them there was a lot of people that were probably watching both of them at the same time because i don't know if y'all remember mm, the um the app uh vine i do y'all remember that it was like the oh, I remember TikTok. This. so I was Explain on to Vine. the folks what Vine is. Yeah, Vine is essentially TikTok, but it's not owned by China, so it's better. Okay, so now that we destroyed China. our Chinese, they give us Gabby yeah. Hanna, so it is the best yeah. app. <laughs> so I, I had Vine, and I was, you know, that was like I, I thought it was a really cool thing, and so I was on Vine, and I remember making a Vine for Breaking Bad. I, I could be wrong on this, but if I remember right, Breaking the the, the series ending for Breaking Bad happened, and then it was the Dexter, right? So Breaking hmm. Bad came. It was it was Dexter was first. Dexter was first by one okay. week. Okay, so yeah. I remember filming myself with Vine, like doing my takes. Then with Dexter, and I was just like, I, I'd like film myself. It's like it was starting, and literally like the next like because Vine was only six seconds long, if I remember right. The next thing was just me going, "Well, that fucking sucked," and like that was like <laughs> all I put. Well, then Breaking Bad, I did it with Breaking Bad, and it was like me like for six seconds basically going on about how amazing of an ending it was. Yeah. I can can understand the frustration from the Dexter people. Maybe if they haven't seen breaking bad or they're not really invested in it or, uh, but it it is, it's not, you're not holding up two shows that are exactly like each other and going like breaking bad's doing it better than Dexter. In a way you're holding up two shows that handled things exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. Right. We go, we go into the final, like that, that breaking bad, broke its last season in half but you go into that final half and it's like the worst person in the world to know a secret knows a secret and it's just like a roller coaster ride straight through whereas you start the last extra season and you're like i don't even know where on god's green earth we're going like charlotte rampling with uh, a bunch of children's drawings shows up on maria laguerta's park bench that i'm gonna walk through miami and have my dog piss on like that's i mean where is this going i mentioned that in my video but it's like where is this going so it's like it's sort of like breaking bad rolled the dice and and like won big time because they they were like we're gonna we're gonna burn everything to the ground and and do something spectacular 
I, and Dexter, Dexter kind of, you know, they played it safe. They they placed a small bet, and then they they threw the dice, and it came up snake eyes. <laughs> well, and I think I think a part of it though, it, I think a part of it, and the major like, if you're listening to this, major Breaking Bad spoiler on this. So sorry if you haven't watched it, but the show's been off the air as long as Dexter. But part of what I just remember talking about when we were like my friends that did watch Breaking Bad was everybody was like, is Walter going to be alive at the end of this show or not? Right. And the writers and everybody, they had the balls to go through and write and be like, no, we're going to have him killed. Dexter, we were having the exact same conversation with my friends that watched both where it was like, do you see him like getting either caught, killed, something like that in the end of it? And everybody was like, if he every all of my friends, at least when we were watching this, we were like saying if he if he's alive at the end of the show, it ruins everything because they don't have the balls to end it properly and mm-hmm. at that time, at that time period, at least. And that's exactly what didn't happen. They were just like, let's just give them the easy out. And yeah, I mean, and I'd say kind of contradictorily with 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 Breaking Bad, like and and I I don't know if you guys have seen El Camino that you probably have the the Breaking Bad movie. I it's fine. I kind of like when I watched I watched in the theater, even though it was a a Netflix release, my local Alamo draft house did like a whole thing where they had special cocktails. I was like, I'm going. That's cool. I want a T-shirt. Uh, from some Breaking Bad trivia, um, but it w- it was like I was like on the edge of my seat the whole movie because I was like, "What the hell is going to happen with Jesse?" And I was, and also I was like, "Don't fuck this up! Like, <laughs> please don't yeah. ruin it forever for me." So it was like a very tense movie. But then also I'm kind of looking back and I'm like, if I ever watched El Camino again, would I really give that much of a shit? It's kind of like a nice. I'd, I'd like the shots and the action and stuff, but it's like. It doesn't have that same way that I think Breaking Bad grips you because it's sort of just it's sort of just an epilogue. And you got to see Meth Damon fat finally. So you get to see him, yeah. <laughs> he, well, he, you know, he he put on a lot of weight when Jesse was in captivity, and then he, and then he wanted to shape up for Lydia, so he lost it again. And uh, yeah, oh no, I made a joke about that with Better Call Saul. Everyone's everyone's like, damn, uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Tuco Salamanca looks so much older. In Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, and I was like, "Oh yeah, well he, you know, he was doing a bunch of meth, and then he went to prison, and so probably he cleaned up." I was like, "What? Wouldn't you look better if you cleaned up?" And then they're like, "They didn't clean up. He went to prison." I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. No, but uh, what was the point? We were talking about so many things before this. <laughs> I talked about El Camino. Th- that's okay. Let's um, let's let's try to get slip in the moment, and I'm going to try Ooh. and do this live. I remember what it was. I was going to say Go ahead. with with the, the the breaking bad ending, I think we we as an audience were kind of invested in how is this going to shake out and we in a, more than just how is it going to shake out, we were personally invested and we're like I have a way I hope this shakes out. Like because of everything that's been built up over the season, I I want this to happen because this would be really gratifying and this would be it would complete the arc of the character and i'm invested not just in it's not just like i think it's not i think walter white is real and i want this to happen it's like i i in the narrative they're telling i care about how it ends and i think with remember the monsters the dexter finale it's like he gets killed he turns into a lumberjack he and deb get married and he dumps hannah i who cares i mean i kind of i'm just like the more like the more ridiculous the merrier because I didn't care at that point already. Uh, Jamie Batista turns out to be the real brain surgeon. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> be amazing. It'd be great. 
uh slip let's go to your 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 it gym and you're working out and you you have the stream up oh oh hold on Let this me... picture shows up just put us to where it may, it may there may be a few seconds delay here but you're at the gym you're you're working out you're trying to you're trying to be efficient with everything you're watching season 6 and then this and then... picture shows up it's See, it's there, there's there's like a delay, so it's probably there. You go. I I, I don't need now. to worry about the delay. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I will remember it till the day I die. Um, actually, it was it was just kind of like uh, the the Travis Marshall plot was already reaching like the apex of goofiness, and of all the <laughs> elements that I'd forgotten from the show, because I'll be honest. Excuse me. The end of the Travis Marshall plot is so unmemorable. That I was listening to you guys talk about the finale uh, earlier today. I, I was like, or, or the one before the finale. And you're like, oh, and it, apparently at the finale, Travis is going to like try and execute Harrison on a rooftop. And I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck was in that trailer? And then I was like, wait, no, that happens. I totally forgot again. <laughs> like, I've watched right, this episode. Right. I've watched through the show twice now. And both times I just totally forgot the end of that arc. Um, and that's because the the apotheosis of of Travis Marshall occurs when he makes the tableau, and how that got approved by <laughs> the producers is beyond me. Because it's like, <sighs> if I were doing it, if I just saw that, I'd be like, throw some horns on him, give him like pointy teeth, and like, I mean, I, I, it's beyond me. It's so so stupid looking. And they reveal it. It's almost like the entire season was all a buildup to that one joke. <laughs> like it's it's like a Nathan Fielder like prank. Like I, I'm waiting for the Nathan Free episode where he's like, and then one day I pretended my name was Scott Buck and I made the sixth season of Dexter. And we're gonna put like he got some weirdo to paint some like a picture of Michael C. Hall, and then he's like, let's see if I can get this on a TV show. But it's like, because that's that whole season is like just building and building in absurdity, and you mm-hmm. you already think like it can't get any worse when you when you find the body in the fridge, <laughs> when you find the body in the fridge, it's already like this is really really stupid, um, and then it like the slow pan up to the picture of Dexter with the music, super yes. with the music superimposed on a six headed devil. I mean, especially off like hot off the heels of what made him do it, which was like Dexter painting six 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 on a statue, and it getting like reported on the news. <laughs> and, and like, oh my god, he sends the boat video like right before that or right after. Yeah. Right? it's all yeah. it's like a cascade of like unbearable awkwardness, and then like you, you it, know it pans to the picture, and I mean when I when De- when Dexter destroyed that. It was like it was more heartbreaking to me than like at the start of Fury Road when they like they trashed the pursuit special. Like it was like a piece of pop culture like died before my eyes when he smashes out the face of the hammer. So beautiful. But it's like it's like what was the point? This is what I say about the fucking the car crash that happens in season in this season and amongst other things. Like, what was the point if Dexter is gonna be able to smash it? Because that's I don't know, you, you probably don't remember, but they throw out this line. It's like, no, 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 no one's they, allowed in for the blood spatter analysis. coming. And I can tell and it's you, like, I can tell you wait. exactly what the point is. The point is 
So I'm I'm the writer, right? I, I think of two things. I'm like, at the end, Deba's going to catch Dexter in the church. Ugh, so the church has to be a crime scene so she knows to go there. Okay. Also, I have the coolest idea ever. Dexter is going to be in a ridiculous painting where he looks like Satan. Um, so we have those two ideas. And then, like, they get to the middle and, like, wait, Miami Metro has to find the church. And then, like, someone who, like, got fired because they weren't around for season seven and eight is like, wouldn't the wouldn't Miami Metro, they raise their hand, like, sorry, wouldn't Miami Metro find the painting <laughs> the of window. Dexter? And they <laughs> yeah. threw him out the window. Fired. And like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, like, oh, how do we get around that? We could, um, and then they were like, well, he just waits, they just wait for Dexter. And just no one questioned it. That was, that was it. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Put me on is the that writing the funniest staff, Dexter. I'm ready. If is that is that the funniest part of your eight seasons watching? Because I have a different. It was where really I funny. Left out loud. One I one that it didn't make. It, it's in it's in the part, even though it's not in the relevant season. When I'm talking about stuff that's so funny that made me laugh out loud, there were two other things that made me laugh out loud, which was um, Hannah McKay's ex boyfriend jumping in front of the truck, which I included <laughs> the clip of, and I I almost put I almost put text over it that said I didn't change the audio. Because like it's 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 a comical like splat from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and like I wanted to, but then I was like, if I put that, people will be like, you changed the audio, like you're being snarky. Right, right. Um, right. And the other one that made me laugh, uh, which I think is the next episode after this. I can't remember if it's next episode I'm or the pretty episode sure it's after. Next episode, but that's, we're that's the same my thing. Favorite. Is um, him favorite. aging up Oliver Saxon. Oh my god, that's not even mine. But that's yes. not yours. <laughs> No. you'll see it it's in my video it's i, I when i'm talking it's, about stuff that's funny but you don't see the whole thing but it's him aging up the childhood photo of oliver saxon and like stretching his chin out and yeah. adding a beard and then he's like immediately like it's my neighbor it's my neighbor's <laughs> girlfriend and like oh it is the worst special effect you've ever seen okay now i'm dying to hear what yours is because i'm sure well you gonna... know what you, you... You reminded me of one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns. <laughs> I think like honorable mention. You remember one, and there's another, and another, and another. <laughs> I think this is also. I think this is two episodes from now. Is when and I called it. I think I think you sent this to me when you were watching it. When they're in the rest, it's season eight. They're in the restaurant, and um, Oliver is sitting at the 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 the, the diner at the salt and diner clear, where he he plays the song. Over and he's and over. a clear shot, like just like I could see you guys. He's like right That's... behind me, and Dexter's like. Wow, he's waiting me out. He's yeah. really good at this, and he's—it's a straight view. But that—that that wasn't my one. That's honorable mention. See, my I favorite. before you before you go on, I I thought it was going to be funny for a completely different reason, which is that Dexter wears these like ridiculously garish like Florida outfits, and he's supposed it's to be staking color. the guy out, and he is just like totally like he stakes out like a sore thumb. It's like the most obvious stakeout ever. Like, he's the one so he's, like, conspicuous. The and he's like looking in like hmm and it's like yeah like, he's like well dexter can't be off he's just like sitting there like ah oh, who's looking in like i I was, I was guy? hoping i was who hoping it was gonna him? be well because saxon does see him he actually does see him and i was hoping it was yeah, like a meta oh, i was hoping right. it was a, a meta commentary where i'm like eight eight years of dexter wearing that on stakeouts and fucking finally <laughs> Finally, someone noticed him. I'm like, I, I heard this comment about this is a tangent, but I heard this comment about the the 60s Batman TV show where there's kind of a, a, a thing going on where it's like Batman will solve a really simple crime. And then like Commissioner Gordon and the mayor will be standing around. They'll be like, oh, genius. 
Like you've cracked the Riddler's <laughs> Riddler. And then like I had someone point out to me, like, that's kind of the joke is that in that universe, oh. Batman is the smartest person in the world. And yeah. I'm like, that's kind of Dexter as it's like, yeah, he's yeah. been challenged by Oliver Saxon. He's like the smartest man in the world. Where is that on a stakeout <laughs> and stands right outside the window. And it's like, now we're really threatened by Saxon. Cause it's like, he might be the smartest man in the universe. <laughs> Uh, okay anyways go on your favorite moment your favorite <laughs> oh um um let's be uh, uh uh i think the word is little person when they replace the little person with harrison yep and he falls off the treadmill but it is so poorly done that you know like it just goes it's, from it's five-year-old to little person it's a masterpiece and, of awkwardness i know exactly what you're talking about and it, he goes it, ow, it was, ow yeah ow, but it just ow. it's so I, you can't believe it goes from like literally that, like a kid running to like right. an adult that just happens to be <laughs> under five foot, but they have like broad shoulders and they're like running like this. But and it's it's like, kind of like he a would... child. <laughs> that is an adult man right. running yeah, with a it, wig oh on. Oh my God. It's yeah. Oh, well, speaking it's kinda of like, comedy it's... wigs, young Dexter <laughs> is also pretty bad. But it's kind of like you're saying like how many um, – you ever see like social media posts that end up getting like – you know, they, they put out something they're like, how many levels of authority did that go through before it was yeah. like past? You know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever. When, when someone puts off a, a racist or an off color comment, it's like Pepsi tweets it out. Like how many other people saw that before they're like, yes, approved. How many people saw this little person fall yeah. off the thing? And it's and like, that's the weird part. No, this, like, this looks good. You see weird social media stuff when you're like, that was just automated and someone just knew it. And just fed it in there and knew they'd spit it back right. out. But with this, I'm sure. like, this went through so many layers. And that actually reminded me of something that you you brought up a question earlier. Is there anything you regret? And I'm kind of like, I'm really shilling for Michael C. Hall. Like through my whole video, I'm like, he's a great actor. He knows what he's talking about, about the characters. I kind of, the more I research I did after the video came out, I have a little less sympathy for it. Because at this point in the show, he's a producer and he's like directing multiple episodes. And he's making, I think he's making like crazy money per episode. He, oh, I mean, he, he has oh, the I entire think he was show. One right? of the most higher paid actors on cable at the time of the last season because Dexter was making bank. Right. Um, I mean, and yeah. I, I kind of wonder why it ended at season eight because I know season six, like they did the the FX thing where it's like, or, and other channels do this now too. They had, excuse me, one episode. It went super well, great ratings. They renew it for two more seasons, like right there. So, and then, but then season six just like shit the bed horribly. So I think I'm like, is that why they canceled it eventually? Because they could have just kept this train going forever. And they're, I mean, they're kind of trying to, they're throwing coal back into that fire and <laughs> seeing if it's going to start up again. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but another funny uh, thing about him, uh, that was actually, uh, sorry, that was just, I wanted to point out, I, I put, I, right before I released my video, I put a poll up because I didn't want to miss anything. I was like, what is your favorite unintentionally funny moment in Dexter? Yes. And Harrison yes. falling off the, it was Harrison falling off the treadmill. Um, Hello that, whore, I think. Hello whore, the aging up software, uh, Travis's painting, and then of course, Thanksgiving with Arthur Mitchell. Oh, shut up, cunt. Yes. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a drop of that? The what? Do we have a drop, an audio drop? Oh yes, I do. If I oh uh, st- stall, we'll, stall we'll while we'll I'm talking, for, we can we can just <laughs> like load that in the tank and then. Oh um, god, other stuff. Uh, now now I'm just going off notes here. Oh yeah. Uh, you no, you bring up that the uh, 
I think it's so funny in this episode how they do it, where Dexter, start of season six, but definitely season seven, um, the the nanny's just twenty four seven sees sees uh, Dexter's kid more than she does, and yeah, we just completely took off any challenges surrounding Dexter. Like he is free; he's basically a single single man with no oh, child. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that was a weird thing because it's like. You you sort of think with season seven they might add some more obligations onto him because like now Deb is checking him out and it's like they kind of dropped that after a few episodes but yeah that was a thing that it became sort of a thing at the very tail end I didn't catch on to it but there was like a um like an internet review site and I caught onto it in the last few episodes and they had at the time they're kind of like not the same anymore it's under new management and everything but they were very discerning in their television critiques and stuff so if a show got an A you knew you were in for something like amazing that night. Like you, you like you right. see breaking bag on a, and you're like coming home from work or coming home. You're like, that's going to be awesome. At the same time, if a show got an F uh, like you knew it wasn't just bad, you knew it was like some sort of spectacular failure. And I remembered <laughs> seeing months before I actually watched the finale. I saw that the Dexter finale got an F and I just went <laughs> right to the comments and I was cracking up at all the comments, like how elaborate and elongated they are. And some of the, I think that the, the chat, like the, the comments got disabled on the site forever ago. So I couldn't go back to them, but I remembered like burned in my memory was someone describing Jamie as a, a Dexter owns her as a live in slave nanny. And I was like, <laughs> I've never heard a character described better. Cause like, yeah, I mean, they, they just the, didn't, they didn't care. They didn't want it to be even this episode. She, she's yes, this episode, for her own safety. And then she's like, I'll take Harrison with me, too, to my for the next, day, for the next couple days. Around. Yeah, for the next couple days. Don't pay me for it. Don't worry. Like, OK, like it, they, well, that, it's, that was what I was it's like was uh, Dexter. Would, Dexter would take her away. And then like she starts weeping. She's like, no, because apparently she's supposed to be a student, too, in the middle of all right. this. Um, right. Where, like, I want her to just be like, no, how am I going to entirely pay for my tuition right now out of pocket? Without like quadruple <laughs> overtime from watching this baby for like ninety hours a week. Um, Quinn, can you some, hook me up with some of that family money that sometimes exists and sometimes doesn't? Something when I, well, when we were doing the first few se- uh, pod- podcast seasons with my wife, we got a lot of shit for. I got a lot of shit rather. I got a lot of shit for nitpicking, and I like when you talk. See, you you were able to do this in a bite size, but when we're talking, I mean, this is we're going to be our longest episode ever. But when you talk about this 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 episode for you try to fill an hour, I I'm just I've I'm so past the point. I I used to just nitpick a lot, and I, I guess we still do. But you said a comment that I wish I had this as like a throwback to people that I, I could because you said. You can't call it nitpicking when you're asking me to ignore the investigating and forensic evidence slash happenings of a show about forensics and and, and investigating. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, then I just have you nitpick the worthy stuff. We nitpick the the little shit stuff. Um, yeah, that's something I never like. I was just like, I'm I'm nitpicking because I whatever. But it's like, yeah, it's a show about this, and they are not fucking following their own mm-hmm. rules. Um, and that's just something I just I never was able to verbalize, which is great for a podcast where it's audio yeah. only. And that's uh, also uh, I, I put up a giant shield right there because it is incredibly fun to nitpick 
like <laughs> is really fun yeah. to do it. So I'm like, there's times in the review where I'm like, I can't help but indulge. I mean, and and Dexter <laughs> really just lays it out on a platter for you to just like, you know, pick up your hors d'oeuvres of nitpicking and the the voiceover. There are so many times it got it gets progressed. I think season four is where it really starts to get a little out of hand. But at the end of uh, at the end of seasons, well, uh, I guess episode eight or so, of season seven, we find out as a, an audience that the Isaac Serco Ray Stevenson is uh, gay. You, I'm going to play this clip here from Slip of just. The frustration of probably this listening. This is my to- breaking point. <laughs> yeah, you could hear it. You could hear it. Um, this is what. Let's just. I'm amazed when Isaac takes Dexter to a gay bar. Dexter didn't have an internal monologue where he thinks Isaac is more comfortable in a gay bar. Is it possible Isaac is gay? And then Ghost Dad shows up over his shoulder and says, "Dexter, if Isaac is comfortable in this gay bar, it's possible he's a gay man." God damn it! I'm I'm so sick of this show. Oh yeah. Also, there's a side plot where Angel retires and opens a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that was also the perfect. I was like, "What's the dumbest subplot?" Because I want to drop it like right after I'm really mad in the review, and it just lined <laughs> up perfectly. Because I don't think I don't think in that entire season we see his restaurant. He's just him talking about like every once in a while he's just like, "Oh, health inspector came by," and then it's like season eight is when we actually I think it's the season like, finale, right? The season finale were there, but that's what I mean. It means nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. I mean, I know we have it's some um, two by his... fours out on the beach. Like that's all his restaurant is at that point. It, yeah, right. It's, it's, it's literally <laughs> just they they put up a sign that says bar in front of a restaurant that they didn't have. The, <laughs> they weren't allowed to shoot in the restaurant. They were just like, well, we have rights to the beach, so angels. What's the, bar. what's the name of his restaurant? I can't even remember. It's like Papa's. 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 I, I'm dad's so thing. embarrassed. I know that. Um, it's put some two by fours out there. Papa's. It's go. all. It's, it's it. also where they. It's also spoilers. It's also where they throw the vogel memorial slash goodbye dexter party all, all at once in the, slash in the, in the ultimate episode of the season yeah we're we've all been like, to uh we've all been to funerals slash going away parties right like that's, i mean if i mean I honestly, one last I, week i don't i don't hold it against angel but he said i'm like you did you even fucking know her like who uh, why does miami metro <laughs> that, give, that anyone give did. shit of that vogel's dad because she died um, on your watch from a murder you she was in one meeting three months ago like that was yeah yeah <laughs> i think it was probably angel just going oh my god we it was so obviously the boyfriend <laughs> quinn quinn hung out with him this episode and talked about life <laughs> how how in god's name did we not see this coming oh oh Life. right we're us we're us we couldn't possibly say anyways yeah <laughs> god oh my god this episode <laughs> To, to, we're getting there after this one and then, and then we'll get let's get into episode <laughs> i just wanted to point out you put it in like bite-sized form and where uh there was a few episodes ago where they started bringing back some of the season one stuff because i think i think you allude to it a few times is like hey as once the seasons start declining they start to do more of hey remember this hey remember this and it's this season where they really start bringing back the season one stuff. So much to the point where, and I'm playing this because you put it in like, again, bite-sized form where the ice, uh, the brain surgeon is essentially the ice truck killer just repackaged. Um, and you're, you're, I'm going to play the clip here where he just p- kind of points out everything. But this is obviously, and I mean, 
there's no need for spoilers, but you, you, you need to like know how the rest of this season plays out. But I, I would assuming if you're listening at this point, most people do. But I thought it was a, a, a good way to just show how similar these two people were. The brain surgeon is blatantly a retread of the ice truck killer from season one in terms of narrative and themes. Let me walk you through my Dexter ring theory. Narratively, we have a series of grotesque crime scenes with preserved viscera from each victim, all done in the effort to jog the memory of a family member and get them to reunite. The defeat of an obvious red herring midway through the season, the revelation that the killer is a family member and Deb being placed in mortal danger in the penultimate episode. Thematically, the ice truck killer and the brain surgeon are both just psychotic children who were abandoned by parental figures and now envy Dexter because he got the guidance they never had. The message that if you're a fucked up traumatized kid and you're tossed aside by your family, you're just going to become a fucked up traumatized adult is more engaging than whatever the fuck they were going for with Doomsday two years ago. But this late game retread of the ice truck killer with three added degrees of separation from Dexter is a tall order to get invested in. So it's just, and they, I think they, they try so much. Cause I think in the finale, I think as the season closes, uh, slip something I'm surprised. And I wonder if you caught on this, Something I used to complain about so much up to like season six was they the season ends and it's like curtain close next season. We're not going to talk about what happened last season. It just it happened. End of story. Let's move on. All the way to the point that like I think that's why if you remember at towards the end of season eight, Miguel's wife uh, from season three. Yes. Shows the house. And it's like, hey, see, this is like the Dexter universe where every other season is completely contained. So much so that even I think in the finale, they play the Ice Truck Killer music. And you see on one of the trucks, it says like Ice Trucks from the truck from season one. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah. Because uh, again, there's a specific. Yeah, but I. The more so the point is that not something you thought of or maybe because I've been saying that for so long that like maybe I'm maybe I'm not right on that like no I think I think you're right and I honestly think it's a thing that I I should have thought of because it's kind of it was a staple of older TV shows like I mean this this was like it was just like you do the season it's done and then if you get a call back I remember there was some time in like season four I think where they make a reference to a serial killer being in the department and Masuka goes like, like dokes. And it like just shattered my, I was like, Oh my God, what a callback. It's like, that should be like the most, that should be like the most like prominent thing. Like everyone in the world should know like, Oh, the, the serial killer, the most prominent serial killer in like the world worked for this police department. Like everyone should know his name. It's like, (laughs) he never comes up again. So yeah, I, well, it comes up again when he appears as a ghost in the season seven finale. (laughs) <laughs> um, but like, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And, um, I guess that's, I guess you could call it a strength of the later seasons as they sort of try to, right. to incorporate where it's like this season bleeds to this season bleeds to this season. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just never thought about it because I, I kind of took it as read that it's like, it, you're, yeah, it's yeah. a treat if something comes up from the other seasons, but don't expect it. <laughs> don't don't right. care if they gloss over it. And I mean, <sighs> Obviously, the Quinn thing in season seven after what happened in season five. Yeah, did I not play that clip? Oh no, you know no, what? You did. I didn't I'm clip sure it. Did. No, I think I played. Um, uh, uh, did you mean like how Quinn should have been? Quinn should have been front and center during the season seven investigation. Yeah. Oh, you, you just you clipped, too yeah, perfect. You, you clipped I clipped up. Uh, oh. I'm problematic.